Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Bureau Chief Jonathan Lemire, that's at 710. Which local college campus now has a vending machine dispensing emergency contraception pills? On Wall Street, the Dow picked up 104. The Nasdaq was down 30 and the S&P down 3. 7 o'clock. Severe weather hits the Houston, Texas area. Down power poles and down power lines. Northern California mass shooting was apparent workplace violence incident. My heart hurts for the community. Sensitive documents found at former VP Pence's house. Mike Pence insisted he had no pipe papers at his home. This is the CBS World News Roundup Late Edition. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Flooded roads and reported tornadoes along the Gulf Coast. The National Weather Service has issued a tornado emergency for Pasadena, Texas, east of Houston, where this man is and where there's now damage reported. I did walk out while I think it was, it had just passed in a, this is the whiteout rain they're talking about. KHOU-TV's Marcelino Benito is in Deer Park. The busiest streets in Deer Park, and it is essentially closed off right now. You see Deer Park firefighters, along with Deer Park police, actually helping to shovel the debris out of the roadway right now. You also see what looks like air conditioners that were just flipped and blown off of these buildings. No reports of death or injuries. The system is also bringing snow and ice to much of the central U.S. In Yakima, Washington, police say a man walked into a Circle K convenience store early this morning and started shooting. Three people are dead. The suspect killed himself, according to KIRO Radio. Our Steve Futterman has the latest on mass shootings in California. Officials in Northern California are trying to find out exactly what led to the state's latest mass killing in Half Moon Bay. They were killed with purpose, with intent, execution style. Congresswoman Anna Eshoo represents Half Moon Bay. Seven farm workers were shot down allegedly by a 66-year-old fellow farm worker. The second mass killing in California in a 40-hour period. Governor Gavin Newsom. We've allowed this to happen. Meanwhile, in Southern California, in Monterey Park, officials are still looking for the specific motive that led to 11 other deaths. Steve Futterman, CBS News, Los Angeles. Lawyers for former Vice President Mike Pence say they discovered documents marked classified at Pence's Indiana home. FBI agents came to collect them last week. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. The former Vice President insisted in multiple interviews that he didn't have classified documents in his possession. But his attorneys now say that out of an abundance of caution, a word of what was found at President Biden's home and office, Pence had his lawyers take a second look last week. Here at the White House, the press secretary declined to weigh in on whether there might be a broader systemic problem when it comes to how senior officials handle secret government papers. The Justice Department and eight states are suing Google, alleging that its dominance in digital advertising harms competition. At minimum, the lawsuit wants Google to split off its advertising business. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 104 points. NASDAQ fell 30. Now this. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. 703 here on WTOP. It's Tuesday evening, January 24th, 2023. 38 in Manassas, down to the 20s later. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories we're following this hour. The move to protect your kids by locking up your guns. And the people backing the idea are pushing lawmakers in Richmond to make it happen. It is up to us 
to be the adults and protect our children. That's the argument from Democratic State Senator Jennifer Boisco as she pushed for a bill that would require adults to keep guns in a locked container if anybody under 18 years old is in the home. There were plenty of people against the idea. There have been cases where somebody under 18 has stopped home invasions with the firearm. My daughter... If she were home alone, she would be vulnerable. The supporters of the idea pointed to the recent story out of Newport News where police say a six-year-old shot his teacher. The bill passed through committee with Democrats in favor and Republicans against it. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Some members of Congress are pushing back on approval of D.C.'s new criminal code. City leaders say that brings up the question, why should they have a say in city laws? Despite the 16 years of work put into crafting it and the council's decision to override the mayor's veto, passing the revised criminal code earlier this month, Delegate Eleanor Holmes Norton says it may not get congressional approval. Already we have seen some members of the House indicate that they will go after what the uh, council and the mayor have just done on the new criminal code. Maryland's Chris Van Hollen says the Democratic Senate will push back on any efforts to squash D.C. legislation. We will fight hard to prevent any backsliding as we at the same time continue to move forward and keep the pressure on when it comes to statehood. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. The search is on in Montgomery County for three suspects who posed as police as they broke into a home. Montgomery County police say it happened early yesterday before 3 a.m. at a house on Archstone Way in Germantown. The three armed suspects broke in and shouted that they were Montgomery County police officers. During the attempted robbery, police say one of the suspects hit a man inside the home. That man kept chasing the suspects outside. One of the suspects then shot at the man but missed. They left without taking anything. In the end, police say they were wearing dark clothes and ski masks. A reward of $10,000 is being offered for information that leads to an arrest. 705. There was a medical emergency at Bethesda Chevy Chase High School. And now the school will be holding a meeting with parents about substance abuse. In an email to the BCC community, Principal Shelton Mooney says two female students were found passed out around 8 o'clock in the morning in a second-floor bathroom. A member of the school security team reported that the two appeared to be under the influence of alcohol. The children were taken to the hospital and other students were temporarily held in their first period classrooms while the two were transferred to ambulances. In his community message, Principal Mooney said BCC and the community are seeing an increase in the number of serious incidents involving alcohol and illegal drugs. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Now 706, a vending machine that dispenses emergency contraception pills is now being used on the George Washington University campus. Our news partners at NBC4 report two student leaders worked for months to get the machine installed after Roe v. Wade was overturned. They said they follow the lead of other U.S. schools that installed similar machines to ensure reproductive rights. After Roe v. Wade was overturned, we felt a lot of passion in making sure that people felt supported on this campus. That's student leader Neharika Rao. The vending machine is in the basement of the student center. These students say there was little pushback to this except for a concern about being discreet. Besides emergency contraception pills, the vending machine dispenses wellness products such as Tylenol and tampons. The pills currently cost $25. The students are now exploring options to reduce that cost in the future. Coming up after traffic and weather, a new development in the classified document story. Now it's Mike Pence, the former Veep, who has some or did have some until they were given to the FBI. What does this mean going forward? We'll ask Jonathan Lemire of Politico in just minutes. So stay with us for your whole drive. 707. Life doesn't stop when the economy is uncertain. The market might not care you have a wedding to plan or a kid to put through school. And inflation doesn't know you've got a family to feed. But Bank of America does. 
and is here to help. With digital tools to help you save and local experts in the DMV, you can keep life moving forward the way you need it to. Bank of America, what would you like the power to do? Learn more at bofa.com slash Washington, D.C. Bank of America N.A. Member FDIC Equal Credit Opportunity Lender. I want to break free. Ready to break free, D.C.? Take your dream vacation with Norwegian Cruise Line to Europe, the Caribbean, and more. Book today and get 50% off all cruises all over the world. Plus, enjoy free airfare for second guests, free unlimited open bar, free specialty dining, and more. Visit ncl.com, call your travel advisor, or 1-888-NCL-CRUISE. Offer and soon, D.C. DC, Norwegian Cruise Line. Sail safe, feel free. Ships registry, the Bahamas and USA. Restrictions apply. 708. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Bob Imler in the traffic center. Getting out to North Capitol Street on outbound New York Avenue. Heavy and slow, the crash remains along the right side of the roadway there. So very slow coming out from the 3rd Street Tunnel. Beltway in Maryland on the inner loop. That slows down getting around to uh, a point before 450. There's a crash on the inner loop before 450 along the right side of the roadway. And northbound on DC 295, it's been jammed coming up from before Pennsylvania Avenue toward Burroughs Avenue, where there's been an incident there, believed to be a crash for a couple of hours now, several hours now, and some very lengthy delays getting northbound on DC 295 as a result. On the Interloop Beltway, still a bit of a slowdown from the Dulles Toll Road to the American Legion Bridge, where the pace picks up through Bethesda and Silver Spring. Uh, traffic uh, a little bit slow here and there. And on 66 eastbound before the Beltway, did have a crash at last report, still blocking the right lane. 95 southbound of Virginia slows at about Route 1 getting over the Occoquan Pass 123. Beyond that, the pace is good. In the fight against COVID, you've got options, Virginia, like boosters to fight variants and treatments if you're sick. Go to vdh.virginia.gov slash coronavirus or call 877-VAX-NVA. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenner for this evening. There's a winter weather advisory in effect for Frederick County in Maryland from 7 a.m. until 4 p.m. on Wednesday. Tonight's going to be quiet. We are going to see an increase in cloud cover. Our lows upper 20s to mid-30s. Wet snow and rain developing on Wednesday. They'll change over to all rain fairly quickly. Could be a slushy inch of snow, mainly on the grass across the northern and western suburbs. But temperatures are going to be at or above freezing, so no real travel issues. By late morning, all of us see just a cold rain, and that cold rain will continue Wednesday afternoon, look for highs in the upper 30s to lower 40s. Partly sunny skies on Thursday, a blustery and a chilly day. Highs will be in the mid to upper 40s. Sunshine lighter winds on Friday, highs mid to upper 40s. Should be a nice weekend. Look for lots of sunshine on Saturday. It'll be warmer. Highs will be in the low to mid 50s. Increasing clouds on Sunday, but still mild. A high in the mid 50s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. Hyattsville 45, Fredericksburg 43, and Foggy Bottom 45. Cooling down to the 20s tonight. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 7-Eleven here on WTOP. Documents with classified markings were found in former Vice President Mike Pence's Indiana home last week. It's the latest in a string of recoveries of papers meant to be treated with utmost sensitivity from the homes and offices of a current and former president before Mike Pence. Pence's lawyers say that a small number of documents taken into FBI custody on Thursday were inadvertently boxed and transported to the former vice president's home at the end of the last administration. Let's take you live tonight to Politico White House Bureau Chief Jonathan Lemire, who is also 
also the host of Way Too Early on MSNBC. Welcome, Jonathan. What does this mean for the current president and uh, for uh, Mike Pence's former political partner, of course, Donald Trump? This is far more of a common problem than I think we all realize. Uh, yes, I mean, as you just said, if you have uh, the former vice president's lawyers found some documents in his home, they did the right thing, they followed protocol, they notified the Department of Justice and the National Archives. This definitely does muddy the waters further, though, in terms of the pre two previous cases. It sort of takes away a talking point uh, for some Republicans who said that now President Biden was irresponsible because he ended up with classified documents from his time as vice president. Well, now Mike Pence has done exactly the same. And then as a second point, I think it also highlights perhaps the contrast with how Donald Trump has handled this, because both Pence and Biden, as soon as they discovered the documents, turned them over. Trump didn't, and that's the real issue here, and that's why he could face a criminal charge, because he hung on to the documents and it seemingly obstructed efforts to have them returned. I know you're not necessarily uh, sitting across from Merrick Garland's desk uh, uh, soaking up all of his latest thoughts, but uh, does any of that really factor into how Garland thinks about this? After all, he's the one that's got to make the decision. I think it shouldn't matter in terms of the legal impact. And that's really all that Garland is concerned with. And he has said, and those who know him well say that he is, he is thoughtful, he's, he's judicious, he take, he's deliberate, uh, and that he will make the decision based on the facts. So I think in terms of the legality, uh, it won't matter whether Garland charges Trump or not. But the politics do get a little more confusing now that we have seen three uh, former uh, members of the, of the chief executive branch, Biden, Trump, and Pence, all find classified documents in their homes. Uh, these are serious stuff. And one would think that oh, the individuals with the last names Obama, Bush, Cheney, Gore, Quayle, Clinton, they're probably doing their own searches tonight. Absolutely. I'm glad you threw Dan Quayle in there. <laughs> well, uh, we started the week with news that Jeff... Right, absolutely. We started the news with, uh, or started the week, I should say, with news that Jeff Zients will become the next White House Chief of Staff as Ron Klain departs. Uh, you've been writing about Zients' reputation. He's a problem solver, including that huge issue a decade ago with healthcare.gov. He fixed that. He is Mr. Fix-It. And yet, uh, is he ready for on the onslaught, uh, the onslaught of potential trouble that really he could be facing this year and next yeah his plate will be full and the white house hasn't officially announced science appointment yet but it is widely expected that he will take over for outgoing chief of staff ron Klain soon after the state of the union which is early next month you mentioned how he was mr fix it with the health care uh website uh, of, of a decade ago he also was tapped by president biden to run the covid response pandemic response early in his administration and now he comes in with a lot of challenges to take on all at once the classified documents we've been discussing of course the special counsel appointed there but that's not the only investigation the republicans who now control the house of representatives have announced their intention to have an onslaught of investigations on everything from the afghanistan withdrawal to the business dealings of the president's son hunter biden there is, of course, the looming debt ceiling potential crisis, that standoff uh, in Congress that will come to a head later this summer. There's the ongoing war in Ukraine, of course, uh, fears of an economic slowdown and hovering over all of it. The president's decision about 2024, he is widely expected to run for re-election, but that's not quite a done deal yet. And we won't know, likely, for at least a few more weeks. We'll be reading more in your article, Jonathan. Thank you very much. Good to hear from you.
Always a pleasure. That's Politico's White House Bureau Chief Jonathan Lemire. He's also host of Way Too Early each weekday morning on MSNBC. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 7.15 now as we bring in Rob Woodfork. All right, Georgetown-DePaul just getting underway at Capital One Arena. Huge game for the Hoyas, so surely Dave Preston is there with a live and early update. Rob, it's not an offensive extravaganza. The Hoyas lead to Paul 7-6, 13-42 to play in the first half. Make it 9-6 now. Kudus Wahab has an early three points all at the free throw line. The Hoyas holding the Blue Demons to three for ten, shooting with two turnovers. Mo Gibson has an early four points. He had 31 in the December matchup between these two teams. G-Town trying to snap a Big East regular season losing streak that's reached 29. The previous record holder was DePaul. Georgetown leads 9-6, 13-18 to play in the first half. The Wizards an hour and change from tip-off in Dallas for the opener of a road trip of five games in nine days. And this uh, day after trading Rui Hachimura, GM Tommy Shepard saying he likes this team's core group. It gives you the potential for down the road. If you keep adding pieces around them, that could complement them. I think that's what we're trying to do. I think one thing that is really obvious to us, when we are healthy, we're pretty good. We've had our top nine players together twice this year. But that's the NBA. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about injuries. Everybody's injured. you got to keep moving. The idea is to keep having quality depth. And which, as of tonight, includes Kendrick Nunn, the lone player to come over in the deal with the Lakers, the Capitals in Colorado for a 9 p.m. face-off with the defending Stanley Cup champion Avalanche. And for the second straight day, the Washington Commanders announced an offensive coordinator interview. Today it was Rams assistant Thomas Brown. This following yesterday's interview with Eric Studisville. Rob Woodwork, WTOP Sports. 717, a suspect accused in a shooting in Alexandria earlier this month has been mistakenly released from jail and is currently on the loose. The Alexandria Police Department says 27-year-old Brian Morris Jr. was taken into custody January 20th, then released later that day from a Prince George's County jail. Morris is wanted in a shooting that happened January 15th. A 22-year-old man was shot right by the Aldi grocery store on Duke Street. That man was taken to the hospital and is expected to recover. Alexandria police are urging anyone with information to call them. Top stories we're working on for you this hour on WTOP. Mike Pence, the VP, that is former vice president, the latest leader, found to have classified documents in his home. California reels from a series of mass shootings with 18 people dead. What do we know tonight about motives? And the recent Ticketmaster blow-up over Taylor Swift tickets was tackled on Capitol Hill with senators using the word monopoly over and over again. Keep it here on WTOP for full details in the minutes ahead at 718. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, we're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center. In Northeast, uh, up on New York Avenue, actually getting to Northeast on New York Avenue, getting a little bit better. They just cleared what was left of the crash at North Capitol Street. All lanes are now open outbound from the tunnel. Still some delays, though, headed out toward North Capitol Street. And northbound DC 295, things are looking up now. Heaviest coming off the 11th Street Bridge past Pennsylvania Avenue. The pace picks up. I believe whatever was on the roadway at Burroughs Avenue is finally cleared. But interloop beltway in Prince George's County, still heavy and slow out of College Park, getting over... Uh, to a point before 450, the crash at exit 20 along the right side of the roadway. On 270, things are running pretty well. Did have a crash on northbound 85 at Spectrum Drive in Frederick County. Interloop Beltway still briefly slow coming up from Georgetown Pike to the American Legion Bridge. Off and on at 270, a little bit slow here and there still. Through Bethesda and Silver Spring, things are pretty clear, though, running pretty well. 
and eastbound 66 before the Beltway still had the crash along the right side. Things are running uh, pretty well for the most part on both 395 and 95 traveling southbound. Just a brief slowdown approaching the Occoquan, and beyond that, the pace is good toward Fredericksburg. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Let's go live to Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron tonight. Doug, tell us about our changing forecast tonight and tomorrow. Yeah, we're tracking a uh, storm system making its way our way. Now, no problems tonight. There are no problems out there at all. We don't have any rain or snow coming in tonight. It is all tomorrow morning. Now, the good thing about the morning hours is I really do think the the morning rush is going to be dry. So that's very good news. I'm not worried about kids getting off to the uh, to the to schools with, on the bus stop or uh, anybody getting out to work. That's going to be just fine early tomorrow morning. The rain and snow moves in around nine ten o'clock in most areas around the metro. A little bit earlier off to the south and west and and we will see all rain around the D.C. metro area. Now, there is a winter weather advisory back towards the mountains, uh, back towards I-81 and points to the west. Those areas could actually see some accumulation. However, I think even there, the roads should be just fine because we're going to see a lot of melting temperatures will remain above freezing for this. But there could be some accumulation upwards of a, uh, an inch, maybe an inch and a half at the most. Areas like Martinsburg up towards Hagerstown and maybe in northern parts of Frederick County. But again, even there, the snow changes over to rain as warmer air moves in. This becomes an all-day rain event, and some of that rain could be heavy at times. I'm thinking upwards of a half an inch to an inch of rain throughout the day on our Wednesday. So, Doug, even like a Hagerstown or or Frederick County somewhere, I mean, you want to be cautious anytime there's snow in the forecast, Mm -hmm. but you're saying it's more something to look at than something to really worry about? Yeah, because I really do think the roads are just going to be wet. I don't think they'll be icy. I don't think there'll be uh, uh, any real problems up there. I know some of the roads have been have been pre-treated. Um, even around the D.C. metro area, they've been pre-treated, even though I, I don't think we'll need that at all. I do think, however, up to the north into West Virginia and to parts of western Maryland, pre-treatment is definitely going to help. But also the warmer temperatures, I don't see any temperatures below freezing tomorrow, so I really think the roads should be okay. But they will be wet, so give yourself plenty of extra time. And one final question, just as you kind of look ahead the next few days any more snow or rain events or is this going to be kind of our middle of the week issue and and then we move on from there yeah, that's really it. The next uh, rain chance comes in on Sunday night into Monday, but even that one will be all rain. Now, there will be another chance as we make our way in towards next week. Uh, once again, though, that system looks like we're on the warm side, too, which means, once again, we're dealing with rain. All right. Thank you, Doug. Have a great night. Absolutely. Doug Kammerer, live on WTOP. Storm Team 4's chief meteorologist talking about maybe uh, a little snow falling in the mid-morning to late morning, places like Hagerstown, Frederick County, Maryland. He does not expect it to affect the roads, but we are here for you on WTOP with traffic and weather on the 8th. Reston tonight at 36, Bethesda 45, Woodbridge 37, and we're brought to you by Len the Plumber, trusted same-day service seven days a week. Still ahead here on WTOP, he used to run Metro. What is Paul Wiedefeld's new job transportation-related? Stay with us. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-885-8844. 
800-885-8844. That's 800-885-8844. You're listening to WTOP News. 723, less than a year after he retired from the top role at Metro, Paul Wiedefeld is selected for a new job to become a cabinet member for Maryland's new governor. Governor Wes Moore says he's tapped Wiedefeld to become the state's next transportation secretary. And I'm thrilled that he has said yes that his wife allowed that yes to stand to stand back. With the job, Wiedefeld would get a seat on the Metro board that he once reported to. He says he looks forward to taking on the role of overseeing the state's transportation projects and doing so while meeting the governor's goals. Of social equity, environmental protection, and sustainable communities. Before Metro, Wiedefeld led BWI Marshall Airport. The Senate still needs to approve his nomination. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Metro tonight is saying more than 50 train operators have gotten extra training. These employees were earlier certified despite a safety watchdog finding they had not met the agency's own training requirements. Metro's procedures show train operators are supposed to have at least eight hours of basic training led by an instructor on an out-of-service train before moving on to training on the tracks of a passenger train. That follow-up training is not by an instructor, but by another train operator who acts as a mentor. The Safety Commission said it had discovered Metro was deliberately ignoring, in its words, its own training standards by allowing operators to bypass the eight hours of initial training. At an online media briefing last week, though, Metro bosses blasted the Safety Commission, saying they were adding those eight hours of training to the end of training periods. Well, you've got plenty of time to plan for it, but Metro wants you to know about maintenance projects this summer that are going to mean service disruptions. The projects include replacing 30 miles of steel rail that are most susceptible to breakage and installing fiber optic cable to modernize communication. To do that work, Metro says it'll mean some major service disruptions during the time that ridership is lower. For 23 days in June, parts of the Orange and Silver Line will be shut down from Ballston to McLean and Vienna. And there's a 44-day shutdown planned on the Green Line north of Fort Totten from West Hyattsville to Greenbelt from the end of July to Labor Day. Neil Loggenstein, WTOP News. Money News 25 and 55 on WTOP and Jeff Claybaugh. A Tuesday game for the Dow up 104 points by the close. The Washington Post has laid off another 20 employees and will not fill 30 openings. In November, the Post shut down its Sunday magazine and cut those jobs. 3M is laying off 2,500 manufacturing workers, though it employs 95,000 people worldwide. Village at Leesburg hosts its ninth annual Ice Fest this weekend with world-class ice sculptors, day-long entertainment, and music. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Unbound.org. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world and it will change your own. Unbound.org. Still ahead here on WTOP, several developing stories, including more classified documents that were in the possession of Mike Pence, the former vice president, and the latest developments out of the California shootings since the weekend. Stay close to WTOP. For more than 75 years, University of Maryland Global Campus has been helping military service members reach their next goal. Now, active duty military, reserves, their spouses, and dependents can qualify for the Military New Graduate Student Savings Program. Eligible students save 30% per credit on most online master's degrees and graduate certificates. Enroll now through this spring to save. Find out if you qualify and learn more at